Hello everyone, Gerhoy here in the seat, um, uh, trying to keep order among the boys here for hopping the ball for this week's edition. We have Willie and Pat and Johnny back with us for our chat. This weekend, folks, we thought we'd be all on the way to Crow Park, but unfortunately Mr Cody had different views. So we're going to discuss that. We're also going to discuss Formula One, rugby, tennis and soccer. So lads, we'll tear straight into it. Uh, you're very welcome, lads, on this warm, warm day. Um, so we're going to go to Formula One because we had an exciting Formula One uh, last weekend. So lads, shoot us through it. What happened? Well, <coughs> well, since the last short year there was two, so I suppose we'll take the one, the British the Grand Prix Silverstone, first, yeah. uh, Silverstone, Hamilton's home one, home one. And Ger, I suppose the highlight, well, so much a highlight, but there was a, a spectacular opening lap crash on it. Really, it involved George Russell nudged, nudged. Um, he was nudged by another driver, Pierre Gelsi, one of the lesser teams. And you're basically the Chinese driver, Zhu, yes, uh, Alfa Romero. He, he's, he's basically uh, his first Chinese driver to take part in Formula One this year. He, he, was, he was basically, his car was turned upside down. And it um, was wedged between the tyre barrier and, and the catch fence and the race was halted, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think Johnny was at nearly one hour. It was yeah, halted. not quite, was, but almost. He was very lucky. It was the halo saved him. He, he was, he, the car skidded along upside down along the track. And um, he was ex- he was taken off he taken out of the car anyway, but um, like to Sorry, travel no. upside down at speed, Willie. Sorry, Pat, I I'm here now to help the people who don't know a lot about Formula One. So explain to us about this halo. Or just the best way to explain it is it's a piece of equipment that's directly overhead yeah. the head of the driver. It's like, and it's, like it's frame. yeah, and it's specifically for if the car goes and it's we we'll call it we'll say it's roof. So in other words, if it's completely turned upside down, and it's to protect. It's basically to protect the head, of the, the head of the driver. So if that happens, the road or anything else like that cannot come in contact with his head, or shouldn't anyway. Yeah. And that's to save that driver's life. And, and, you know. and off air there, lads, you, you know, you were, I heard you talking about the halo, and I was <coughs> wondering about it, but you seem to think that, that this, this yeah, thing that, is going, no, that, it has, uh, yeah. that it is a real addition to it, is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, without doubt. He's there a number of years now. And he, like, you know. he was conscious all through this. Mm. You know, obviously as well, and the car flipped over barriers and everything like. And he still, you know, there was he was taken away to the medical centre, right? But he was fine, like. That's great. Uh, you know, yeah, and, and, and as Johnny says correctly, the halo saved his life, like. But but what was fantastic? It? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a, a spectacular <laughs> crash, and the car Johnny did go on his roof across yeah. all the gravel yeah, yeah. there yeah. in the safety zone. But I suppose the most important thing was the car didn't go on fire. Yeah, yeah. Because if it went yeah, on yeah. fire, I'm afraid it, it could have been much worse than the halo. Yeah. And I mean, as you, as you rightly said, where it was wedged between the safety barrier yeah. and the fence, if you try to place it there, you'd hardly do it. You wouldn't. Okay. And the other, what people don't realise are some people, unless you saw what happened, was the number of tyres that are there. And as you rightly say, if there was a fire, it would have been major. Mm-hmm. But I will have to say the the safety guys are very quick to very react. Quick, yeah. You know, with gear like to quench anything like that, like you know. Yeah. And, stuff, and in fact, one, one of the drivers <coughs> stopped as well and went over, didn't he? He did, yeah. 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 And obviously, George Russell had to retire from the race as well. <coughs> and uh, for him, like he had finished every race up to that on the top That's five, so to crash out of a race in so the first yeah. lap so early was terrible a misfortune for him. But after the race was eventually restarted, I think it was up between fifty and. 58 minutes or something like that. Um, the track was clear the whole lot. The race restarted. Hamilton, hadn't he a great race, really? Yeah, or Johnny, in his home track. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he for a while, looked like he might even win it. He was going that well. He was going yeah. that well. 
But in the end, he settled for third place. But he had the fastest lap in the race. I think lap 52 of the of the circuit was his fastest lap. Um, Sench from Ferrari won the race. Into, yeah, yeah, and it was his first ever Formula One race win, Ger, in 150 races. That shows how hard it is to win a Formula One race. It's astounding when you'll be talking about Verstappen and Lewis. Yeah. These guys that have never won a race, it's mm. just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just the excitement must be unreal yeah. For, yeah. for that person, yeah. Yeah, Perez from Red Bull was second, Hamilton was third, and Leclerc was fourth, Alonso fifth. We had said that uh, Lewis Hamilton would want to make uh, a good impression back in Silverstone. And yeah. with the fastest lap, as was he made so many towards that. Yeah. yeah. Norris was sixth, and Verstappen only limped home in seventh place. He had a mechanical issue, and um, I think what happened was he, he, he drove over a piece of debris and it damaged his, his car and forced him to slow down. Oh. So he ended up seventh, which was by his standards, I suppose, Johnny. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't anyway competitive yeah. in the last stages no. of the race. But as we previously previously had said in another show was that you know Hamilton would have been coming to Silverstone you know to show that he's, yeah. you know that he, he can still drive and so there was never, there's never any question about him driving it's just how good his car is yeah so he was on the podium in his own mm. track anyway so he was happy enough for that happy out yeah mm. but I suppose the whole the, 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 the spectacular crash at this start was you know overshadowed well, everything yeah. 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 so that brought us on into the Austrian Grand Prix in last weekend yeah. and how different the Grand Prix oh, that was yeah. you know yeah and sure you see so. one of those races uh, that's one of the, the sprint races there's a couple of them a year three, yeah. I think we've three in total they, they were yeah. to try and increase them but yeah. for now yeah. for now they've, they're just sticking with the three so first strapping one <coughs> and, and of course you get a bonus points eight points and you start in Paul he was in Paul um, but anyway, I think he got the perfect start. But in Leclerc, I think the Ferrari was going well. I think he overtook him in lap 10. Mm-hmm. Both of them, then teams decided to have two pitch strategy. And each time they pitched for tyres changed. Yeah. Sure, Leclerc well, yeah. took the lead in the Grand Prix. Uh, you know, over Verstappen. So look at uh, Verstappen was powerless to prevent him from passing mm-hmm. him out. So at one stage of the race, Ger, believe it or not, Ferrari were one two. They were, that's right, I saw that. And it looked like uh, it was going to be a great day for Ferrari. But just the next thing, Sanchez had to retire, the engine went up in, fl- in flames. Again, like an unreliable car, like you know. Car, yeah. I mean, you're in a, a mm. position in second place yeah. and your car goes on fire, yeah. you have to retire from the race. I suppose the Austin Grand Prix Hicks is one of those Grand Prix where it's very interesting because there are several places you can you can bypass, you know, yeah, you can overtake. Yeah, that's, that's true. And I think I think Verspatten was caught, as they say, with his trousers down because when he went for his two, when he decided to go with the two pit stop yeah. strategy, uh, the Ferrari took. Took as we've already said, took the lead, and and when he took the lead the second time, Verstappen just wasn't able, catch up with him. wasn't able to catch up with him. Well, after Sanchez having to retire, your his engine went on fire. His teammate Leclerc had problems with his car. He began to have issues with his throttle, and he forced him to manually loosen the pedal with his left foot. So he was losing speed, obviously, and Verstappen was catching up with him. No, no seconds pass. Yeah. 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 And like he, lucky enough, I think there was about ten laps left at that stage. Eight or ten, yeah. Eight to ten laps left, and but he didn't tow him. He, he held off first strapping anyway to win the race. So I suppose it all ended okay for him. But um, Hamilton was third, and Russell was fourth. So Hamilton was on the podium for a, a second consecutive actually, yeah. week. 
But like at the end of the day, Jerry, after that hostering Grand Prix for strapping with his bonus points, so I was still 38 points ahead of, of, of um, Leclerc. And the next Grand Prix in a week's time is in France. So uh, I had predicted first Rappen was going to run away with it, but uh, geez, I don't know, they're still about halfway through the season. It's not as clear cut, no. but I, I still think he probably end up winning it. But I think Ferrari, they're on the verge of doing more, but their car, the reliability yeah. of the car. Johnny is is the funny thing we had said this is being in a year. Yeah. Like they're good drivers. Yeah. Very bad cars. And yet, yet when they uh, when they were testing the cars, they were two of the best tested cars that were there. They started winning races after the Grand Prix and then yeah. all habits came back to haunt them. Yeah. Parts of the engine was misfired or was the engine was blown or whatever. And uh, that's un- unreliability. You know, the cars yeah. are unreliable. Like, how he won that manually uh, operating his, uh, his the throttle, like, yeah. it's unbelievable, like, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, something you don't do is normally, I mean, there's buttons all over the steering, whatever have you. Yeah. And, like, all you're doing is watching that track as best you can. But to see that uh, he, and as Hicks already said, he limped home in that race. And as we said, Verstappen was catching him, and catching him, and catching him. Yes. So he really proved his worth yeah. as a driver. Oh yeah, well, don't doubt. He's yeah. a very good driver, but I mean, if your car isn't reliable, like it's going to cost you. Yeah. Do you know. Yeah. Well, like I think the previous race short were, were one win, the first win in 150 races. It just proves how difficult it is to win a race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Formula One, the quality of the drivers that's there, like you know. That's right, I mean, and it is fascinating to have 150 races and just yeah. one win. Yeah, 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 exactly. And the thing about him is he's a good driver. Yeah, you know? very good, yeah. yeah. But Again, it's but just what the car. Your, but what what job begins yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Okay, we'll keep uh, we'll just keep the listeners updated. And uh, Willie, as you are the uh, guy who asks the awkward questions, keep uh, keep keep advising uh, us there with the technical off- technical questions. Okay. <laughs> you have you have a license to trade with that way. All right. Okay. Thanks, lads. Um, I suppose we can move off the track and onto the field of rugby, and we move to the southern hemisphere. And uh, interestingly enough, we have Wales in South Africa, we've England in Australia, and we've Ireland in New Zealand. And we have—is it Italy or in Argentina? Touring, yeah. so let's, <coughs> the Irish. Are we, are we surprising ourselves with how we're getting on? Or are the well, Blacks got back? I had predicted we'd lose all three tests, and the first right. test was two weeks ago. We lost that forty-two nineteen. Six tries to three, yeah. and, uh, and ha- uh, having had lost the Maurice, uh, Jordan yeah, Lee, yeah, exactly in the first game, yeah, and and uh, but um, Jesse, they came back last weekend. And they won uh, 23-12. It was, yeah. yeah. was 17 at half time in favour of, of, of Ireland. New Zealand only scored one try in second half. So it was a very good comeback, Ireland. And uh, the only thing is, of course, Johnny had all blacks were only down to 14 for but, yeah. uh, a good scalp in the second half. But it was... Uh, the, yeah, they the, could the, have been more, right? The, yeah, the sending off was warranted, you know, to the call was right. Yeah. Now, I, I'm like you, Pat, I'll have to eat humble pie as well because I thought we'd lose all three tests as well. Yeah. But, uh, I think lads ye and half of Ireland. Mm, but I, I have to say, watching the game, now just it was... Uh, I, I recorded it. Yeah. Or it was recorded for me and I watched it. Uh, I was hugely impressed the way they played, I have yeah. to say. yeah. You know, yeah. I really, really was. P- Porter got t- two tries. Mm. Got two he tries. He's, he's, he's a serious, yeah. he's a serious player. Yeah. But the other guy, I'm looking, uh, I, I can't wait to see him in the tournament. This is Bundyaki. Like you know, he's another serious player. Yeah. You know, he's playing. But, um, he's playing good rugby. Bundyaki, um, even for Ireland, over this, when he's brilliant, he's brilliant. Yeah. Mm. But 
but sometimes for me, this is just my opinion, uh, he's hot and cold and I worry about him actually mm. going into this game. Yeah. You know, it's it's like which which Bundyek here are we going to get? Yeah. Well, I was kind of worried coming into Gerrard as well, the second test, because Michael Bint was called into the squad and he's kind of half retired. Mm. I think he's mm. back in New Zealand anyway, playing a small bit of rugby, yeah. but he was called in as cover. No, he didn't feature, he didn't feature Maurice, but he was brought in anyway uh, as a, as a, a, for emergency cover. Yes. You know, but um, and what about our man from Munster? You know, um, what's his name? Um, Peter. Peter. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Unbelievable game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah but he, he like what a fantastic character. Yeah, like yeah. he's been written off so many times. You he's turned over his life. He had yeah. a great season for Munster yeah. in Ireland, yeah. and he was very involved in this match there with verbals and everything. He was yeah. standing up to lads. <laughs> he and was. The whole, you know, he, he was like. I think he told one of them he was um, not John Carter. Yeah, no, well, he, yeah, I think yeah, he said yeah, a bit more than, like that, but but than but he said poor Yeah, <laughs> but he'll tell you at uh, this stage of his career what he still thinks yeah, of yeah. winning and especially yeah. winning uh, against the All Blacks and playing. It must have been a very difficult Ireland, year for him playing with Munster for to carry on at Munster there all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, person with the standards he operates at, like. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, it must be a very frustrating season oh, for him. I'd say uh, personally, but he'd keep that to himself. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. proud guy, and by God, did yeah. he show his true. And I'm delighted for him too. Like, yeah. he, you know, you talk about characters and icons of, of Irish rugby, and Peter Mahoney has yeah. to be in there. Yeah. But lads, what, what, Johnny, you saw it recorded. I, I mm. saw most of the game. No, mm. I wouldn't have a knowledge of rugby or the rules really, but I just thought the All Blacks discipline was, was chaotic. Yeah. They were the, the the chaos and everything, sure, along yeah. the scene enough. Just 31 minutes actually, your man was put off. Yeah. yeah. They live in the age. Yeah. There's no two ways about it, you know. Yeah. And if you're a weak official, They'll work they, you. They, they, they did in the first test anyway, for sure. Like, And I'm not just talking about the, 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 the general. The, uh, the general age the, I'm talking about the set players like the scrums and whatever have you like I remember penalised several times in that first test and uh, the penalties were going the wrong way like you know and they probably whoever the group of referees were for the second test they probably were, that was probably looked at yeah. you know and I mean yeah, and, and as you say Johnny some I mean some listening to some of the lads talking about the second test they thought their scrum had improved immensely yeah. on the first test yeah well, but, uh, decisions improved as well. Maybe that's yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. No, but that's the yeah. way rugby goes. Yeah. Uh, if you you kind of show in the scrum, you show mm. little things to the referee, and if he starts leaning to that side, he says that way. Yeah. But uh, I agree with Johnny that yeah. people had looked back on it. That, yeah. That's what's very enjoyable about rugby, is referees will go away and they'll review it. You know, there's no talking back to the referee. It's accepted. Oh, Even if you walk off after and you say he got 10 things wrong. Yeah. But he'll go away, the rest of them will go away, they'll review that. And I was actually reading this week that the All Blacks are in a sticky situation now because they had come out with a plan to be very physical. Oh, yeah. And they've shown it, there's been a lot of talk about it now, so it will be picked up on in this one, so they can't really go that way. So if if that's their edge, it's gone. Do you know what I mean? That's what people are saying. Yeah. So it's hard to play for anyway this weekend for the third test. And like that year, as obviously Ireland's first win in, the, in over New Zealand in New Zealand, so it's a fair achievement. They've already beaten, of course, at home and beyond in Chicago. Um, Wales also had a first, the first time to be South Africa. Yeah. Um, the first day, uh, it was close enough, they were beaten 32-29, which is they got a try in the 78 minute from Josh Adams. But like, so the conversion, they won it. I don't know, did you see yeah, the conversion? I did not. No, I didn't a see superb touchline conversion. Yeah. <laughs> by Gareth Anstrom. Yep. Oh, to the brilliant conversion. I mean, 
he knew he had to get the conversion to, to win the match. Serious pressure. Yeah. yeah. They won by a point, 12 It's a bit like Tony Kelly's sideline. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, don't mention that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sore subject for me. But, but, but the, yeah. thing about that, the thing about that, Higgs, is that um, we ha- we've had it all season with Wales, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. What will we see? What Wales will we see now the next day? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, to lose deeply, like. Yeah, that's the one with the yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You know, we pummeled them, we pummeled them in Lansdowne Road, like. Yeah, yeah, when you have a team on tour like mm. that, you know, there's a kind of a bond developed, which maybe you not get all the yeah. time when you're playing in the Agreed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it certainly helps, yeah. 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 And yeah. like, Joe, South Africa <coughs> are quite boring. They they got their 12 points from the penalties. Pollard, I think, kicked all their points. But England... Gerald got back on the horse as well. They, 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 they lost Australia 38, 30 to 28, but they beat them 25-17. So going into the Saturday in Ireland, Wales, Wales and, 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 England. And, and England have a chance to win the series. their mm. series in, in their respective countries. Yeah. In. So it could be an exciting weekend of rugby, really. Well, it kind, of put, it kind of puts us in a nice place, yeah. all the three, the, the three countries, yeah, yeah. So you know, that... Yeah. We're not as bad or we're not as far behind these yeah. all black South Africans or Australians as we think. But even putting all that aside, all mm. all the, the tours are still alive and up for yeah. grabs, yeah, which, which is, is good. very exciting. It in is, itself, yeah. Oh, isn't they are, it? really. Yeah. Oh, they're not dead robbers. Yeah, no, yeah. fantastic. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks, thanks, Pat uh, and Johnny, for that and enlightening myself and Willie on it. Definitely. <laughs> um, we just briefly want to mention tennis because Wimbledon has been and gone. Um, we had. Um, Nadal getting injured and couldn't compete mm. so that kind of opened the door for our friend yeah Jock of Nadal <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Jock, he, won, he won it in the finish he beat it Nick uh, Curious, Cur- yeah Curious from Australia is it mm. yeah he, he lost the first set yeah. but he, he came back 6-3 6-4 and 7-6 to win it and Jock was his fourth in the box at Wilburton his 21 Grand Slam titles won four in the box yeah right. okay. um, nine Australians Two French, seven Wilburton, and three US Opens. That's unbelievable. Yeah. He's, a, he's a machine, though, when he, he plays is. well. Yeah. yeah. He'll like just weigh you down. And he just missed out on the Australian one this mm. year because of. Because, like, you know, stance, yeah. He's yeah. sensing the. But sure, Ger, he had won him. He'd won it in 16, 19, 20, and 21 mm. in Australia. And sure, he's after doing 19, 20, 21, 22 in Wilmington. Mm. Yeah. You know, I don't know the, the, four, the four in a row. Yeah, the yeah. four in a row, yeah. And sure, there was a. Um, the women's final, the girl that won it was actually born in Russia, but she's now representing Kazakhstan. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was on about the awkwardness of it for the, you know, the Royals pre- present the trophies. Just before we move on from, we'll say, going on to her, but uh, even, well, it uh, counts for both of them, but because of all this and uh, banning the Russian players, yeah. it's uh, there's actually no ranking points for Wimbledon, which was unusual. Amazing, you know, really. Yeah, yeah, couldn't believe that. So you actually win it, but you you know it doesn't, doesn't move you anywhere in the in the rankings in the world. Sorry, Pat. No yeah, sure. I suppose she 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 lost the first set as well. She beat a girl called O N S. I don't know her first name. I don't know how you pronounce that. And her second J A B E U R. 
but she won. The ball, so. Yeah, she lost the first set three six, but she won the other two six two six two. So oh yeah, straight through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just a reference, quick reference back to the men's final. That Australian guy is a very volatile individual. Correct. Right, uh, he's, yeah. he's involved shouting and roaring and yeah, he kicked decisions. Up big time, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he, doesn't really, he doesn't really go to make friends. No, he's, no. he's not well liked on the circuit no. because he challenges. You know, he challenges a lot. And things, he, yeah. he always seems to think that he's right, but more often than not, he's wrong. Like and I saw a couple of calls now. He he, he disputed the, the the touch judge. Yeah, and and, to, and he was quite verbal. Yeah, and he he was warned. <laughs> Twice and he no, was I think he's right. End. I think it's no harm. You know, but, uh, I miss I miss McEnroe. I used to enjoy those. Oh, yeah, but you must be serious. Yeah, they actually showed. They actually they always showed the the print of the the shot, and she she was right. No yeah. the, the hairline, but she was right, right, and I give her credit because the speed that ball is traveling at. But like in his oh, opinion, yeah, but like they have all the technology, mm. and probably he's not sure, mm. but he causes this ruckus, and then mm. he won't back down. Yeah. But I mean, he knows it's going to be proven in mm. either way because they have the technology to prove it. But um, I think he's just something different. It knocks the, all the pomp out of it. It's no harm to have an old bit of roaring and shouting at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like the army. Well, it it, 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 it's, <laughs> it's box office, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoy him, you know. Yeah, yeah all right, okay, so that's Wimbledon over for the year. Um, just there's a young girl from Innes, she's representing Ireland in tennis. Um, I think her name is Gavin. She's going to Kalashtalas. She's after winning um, the tournament under 15, under 16 in, I think, Belgium or else. Yeah, it's Belgium, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is absolutely superb, you know. Right. And I mean, um, I just picked up some information there, like, you know, that she has been competing. She was playing team sports but she feels she's more suited to individual sports where she can be her own um, motivator and yeah. her own challenger and all that so she she was making a point like that uh, because tennis is such a um, not a mainstream sport in Ireland it's very hard to get kind of quality Correct, yeah. quality opposition and it's only when she went international that she, and went to Dublin to the academy and international that she was able to uh, see her potential and definitely Foreign coaches reckon she has the makings of a, of a oh, top good someone to look out for. Absolutely, good. So keep an eye on that girl. Did you know, I was listening to I was to a small bit of the interview. She um, she's been she's been filmed by certain coaches because of her technique and her first serve. Seventy five percent of her first serves is in. Is in. She uh, the majority of the professionals on the circuit at the minute. About fifty percent wow. of the first service in, so she's way ahead of herself. Oh, but for somebody like from a little country like Ireland, because the girls that she's playing, they're on a circuit. They're playing on a circuit. She's not. She's not she right only she goes into these yeah. kind of invitations or whatever. Or her own age group. Now she's fourteen. Is it? Yeah, she's 14, yeah. But yeah. she's playing on sixteen, under fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. And some of the girls that she's beaten are on this tour. And when when she beats them, they inquire where she's from. Right, and they have to ask her a second time because they say we don't know any tennis players from Ireland. Yeah, that's sure. a fact, Johnny. Yeah. So, that's brilliant. True. But it's, it's great. Story. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Credit to the parents and the coach there. Yeah. Oh yeah, without doubt. Yeah. Because it, it takes huge commitment to be, you know, oh, geez, yeah. competing at that level. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so thanks, Pat, for seeing us there, lads. Again. So we will move on to soccer. We have a few bits to tidy up. I think, Pat, just to fill in and fill in the gaps where we're. Yeah, exactly. I, I think Jared, the league we leave the league this week because the teams were in Europe mm, and right. um, mm-hmm. it is all over the shop with the league. But Rovers are still in top, but yeah. um, it is hit and miss really because of the last two weeks. 
the Irish teams uh, for the, first of all in the Champions League Rovers won their first round they beat um, Hibernians they're from Malta mm-hmm. oh, they're, the, they're only starting out their season they beat them 3-0 at home the first league and during the week they went over to Malta and they actually flew out from Shannon and they drew nil all they, they, they had their business done the first day so they're into the next round and um, and sorry Pat that's worth a nice bit of money to them for 1.4 million that's right yeah. into, the, into uh, every <coughs> yeah. league you win uh, after winning that Serious league anyway. money Serious Serious money, yeah. Yeah. plus, no, plus the million they got for the keeper that they saw the, the, yeah. the add-ons to yeah. the keeper that went to Southampton they're playing yeah. the Bulgarian side um, in the next round um, Derry City were in the Conference League and the first league they were at home and, and, and they were playing a Latvian side uh, Regia right. FC and yeah. they were beaten 2-0 and didn't help their cause they were down to 10 men after 67 minutes and um, last night or the, yeah, the other night they were be, this week sorry they were beaten 2-0 so um, lost 4 nil that group yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> and the Sligo Rovers in the third team in it they went over to play uh, Welsh side uh, Bala Town and um, they actually took the lead but Sligo came back and scored they won 2-1 away then, then last night they were beaten 1-0 so uh, uh, at, home. at home so, that's so that was 2-2 two, two. Yeah, extra time no, didn't change in penalties yeah they won they won 4-3 was in penalties keeper their keeper saved two of the penalties Sligo won it and to know who they're playing now they're playing Motherwell well any win you get in any of those like it's money in yeah, your door yeah. Yeah. and the other side is when you look at Motherwell it's only it's, it's not as if you're going to mainland Europe no. it's just across yeah, yeah. Yeah. just across the channel no Rovers the adventures of Rovers Jerry's if they, if they don't progress in the Champions League into the qualifier group they're the Europa the League yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. so yeah. they have an advantage yeah. whereas yeah. when you're in they the Conference League you're beaten yeah. you're out oh, like good yeah. Yeah. Of three games yeah. 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 and they're making yeah. as, as, as we outlined already Willie they're making money. serious money yeah. as well yeah. so um, the, the other thing is Irish soccer chair Stephen Kinney's looking for another coach Pesh, uh, what kind of a jinx have you won him there well, he, come on he loses someone yeah he's third he's third coach gone no this used so to we're him and Pat, are well, we? Uh, it's Pat's the cause of it. This used to fella, Jerry, he's after taking the Birmingham City job. For some reason, they got rid of the, the, the part of the company with um, Lee Boyer. I don't know why. But yeah, I don't know either. And uh, he's after getting the job. But, like, it's it's another headache for Kitty to, to look for another coach. Yeah. Kicking the teeth, really. Yeah. You know, everybody just seems you know, to use it as a stepping stone. Jamie Duff was forced to go into yeah. Barry, mm-hmm. and now uh, Eustace. And like the players, I'm wondering what's going on here. Like, well, but see, maybe really you're right. Maybe fellas are being seen at international level, and they're being it. hit hunters. And, you know? and, and they maybe know it. So yeah, and no, I suppose I the other side so. of it is, if you're going in there as manager, because I mean. At times, that Birmingham, as Willie knows better than I would, is that uh, it's a troubling place to go at times because you know oh, wow. you go you go lose a few games like and they're yeah. headhunted straight away. You know there. Yeah, I, I'll tell you that. Like I have, I've relations through my wife over there. You know, and I've attended a few Birmingham games, and I, I've uh, friends over there who'd be fanatical about uh, Birmingham City. You know, and so, yeah. so you you'll hear about the Liverpools and the Manchester United and the pressure under, but there's fierce pressure there in, in the Birmingham. You, you know, they've up, yeah. over 
over the years they've you know they've bobbed up and down do you know what I mean mm. and like when things are going awry and they almost ended up dropping a division again you know um, you're in serious trouble there so so this guy better be wary of what he's going into Absolutely. and the other side was they probably dangled enough money in front of him you know to say look yeah. We can af- we can afford your wages. We'll ha- we'll take it for a year. We'll take it for two years. Take it for yeah. three years, or whatever. No, he'll probably he'll give you two years there. You know, yeah. he could be gone after one if it. Yeah. that's the way it's it's going yeah. there. It is a, a revolving door at Birmingham. Mm-hmm. You know. And Ger, we have a couple of transfers involving Irish players. Nathan Collins, uh, I suppose his international form got him this move. That, that goal yeah. really yeah. highlighted his frame. Didn't he, he, he's gone to Wolves from Burnley from twenty four point two five million. <coughs> now he was only a year at Burnley. They signed him from Stoke City for uh, 14.5 so they made serious money on him in, in one season he's a good footballer though very good yeah. very good Jeff Henrik Jerry is gone from Newcastle to Reading on a loan Shane Long I think he's a, a he's going to join him as well yeah. Yeah, yeah. former player of course at Reading well respected there Josh Cullen, Gerard came home from Anderlecht. Remember, Vincent Company was the manager was yeah, there and highly rated yeah he's joined Burnley and um Aaron Connolly, remember him? Yeah. He, lost, he, he kind of went to stray. He was off the boil. He lost his place to yeah. Irish team. He's actually gone over to Syria, Syria B uh, on, on loan from, from um, Brighton. He, he's only, he only scored eight goals in 52 games for, for oh, nice. Brighton. Nice. And he was there yeah. 60 years. Now, last yeah. season, uh, some part of the season, he went out on loan to Middlesbrough. Yeah. He only scored two goals. And he, he played 20 games. So he's, he's, he's not a prolific goal scorer. But he was highly talented. But I don't know, I think he went off the rails a bit. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think he got too much yeah. money too young. Yeah. And I suppose, Gerard, the big move, one of the bigger moves in the last week was Raheem Sterling. He, he's gone yeah, from 53 million to Chelsea. Yeah, gone to Chelsea from Man. Man City, yeah, yeah. It took him uh, a long time to settle it, but I mean, yeah, it's settled now. Yeah, it's settled now anyway. Mm. And sure, look at. Soft to the scores. Yeah, and it could be a sign of things to come to your. No, but. Man United beat Liverpool 4 0. I just want for Willie's, be, for Willie's benefit. I'm sorry for laughing, lads. Yeah. But I heard that there's a parade in Manchester with this cup. I heard it's huge. And, uh, you know, that they're not doing anything in Europe this year, so they're concentrating on the Asian sort of things, you know. So when Liverpool come back to Champions League this year, there's a double parade. United are coming oh, yeah. back with that cup. And Christian Eriksen sure. Has it long last settled? Yeah. Whether it'll work out for him or not, no, we'll, we'll know if soon enough they can on well. I just, I just feel yeah. for him, like, because of the nature yeah. of the dealness he had, yeah, like, yeah, you know. Well, I'll tell you something, he's come back mm. and um, he he's shown that he's as good as ever and probably the only Manchester United player that I'll ever be hoping does really, really well. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> well, on a personal level, really. Thanks, yeah, really, thanks. Yeah, really, yeah, appreciate yeah, that, no. Yeah, well said, well said, absolutely. Well taught of uh, Ericsson, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Pat. So our soccer roundup is, is complete. So, um, I, I suppose it does pain us slightly to talk about GL, which we have to talk about. We have to rake over the coals of our outing in Crow Park, and we also have to look at the club scene here in Clare. And also, I suppose, mention uh, Pat Fitzgerald stepping down as secretary of the Clare County Board. So, where do we want to start, let's? Do we start in Crow Park? Starting Croke Park. All right. Okay. Uh, in one sentence, did we turn up? Or did mm. Kilkenny turn up with artillery we weren't aware of? Um, I, I, some people will go with, and and uh, I suppose the the pundits are going with the Kilkenny were superb, and in that way they're uh, probably blown up for an All Ireland, and yeah. they were saying that things, you know, we weren't promoting 
games, these games, you know, so I think they're putting a big push in that. But for me, I think that we didn't turn up and I have to follow it up by saying that can happen to anyone. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. we, we've we've had some great days out of them and I usually, you know, sometimes I've come back from losses. I, I'm going to clear games since I was seven and there's been some really, really poor days and you feel sorry for yourself as a supporter, but I felt sorry for, for the lads themselves because, you know, they're better than that. I know they're better than that, and they'll feel Just that. Just did not run right from. No. Couldn't run right from at all. They were under pressure under every shot, really. It was a 30, shot, 30 wides we had. Yeah. They were under pressure for every one of them. And I'd even include the freeze. They were just pressure, I thought. In, in not, not maybe in distance, or, but just didn't go like... But even tackles, even defensive things that we were in control of, we ended up not in That's control of. And when you get a day like that, it's very hard yeah. to turn the tide. Uh, I mean, it's littered with that in sport from soccer to rugby to hurling, oh, that, you know, good. and we went in as favourites. Now, I don't think that that was the feeling in the county. I think it was outside of it because of our performance against Limerick, yeah. you know. Yeah. But uh, um, some people that you'll talk to say they let us down but I don't think they let anybody down I accept themselves they'll be very disappointed they might say that really we'll never see a club game in Clare no no you're 100% right yeah they they probably ended up in Croke Park because it's lovely to go to Croke Park but not nice trip to Wexford in the you know in the league or something or go down to Cratlow or someplace yes correct you're 100% right I suppose they lost to John Conlon upset things as well didn't they and but can we talk through that? Was I mean, was it for the, for Brian and the, and the management? Was John coming into that game injured, and what was the thinking? If he was injured, with a supposedly a back injury, what was the logic in putting him out, to, um, warming up, and then having party? Come on, I mean. Well, do, do we know it? I mean, I, I well, uh, well, I think from you know, because his laughable, you'd, you'd be in the pub and you say, the, the grandmother of such a one's nephew of Denise yeah. told me such a thing. But what I did hear was that John was fighting this back injury for a couple of days during the week, yeah. and yeah. that he tried everything, yeah, as to would, play as, as he would, of course. And yeah. I think they trusted John. That if you're going to fight it, we'll, we'll give you the yeah. best chance we can to get you. So I don't think the management really were to blame for that. And I don't think you can fault John's oh, commitment no. really yeah, either. True. Yeah, true. you know what I mean? So it was it was unfortunate the way yeah. it did go. But I suppose uh, sometimes as a player, you need someone to maybe pull the pin Friday night and yeah. say, look, no matter what you do, uh, it's not happening. I suppose there was a lot of criticism over the selection, it has to be said, of Paulie Fitzpatrick. Yeah. It through no fault of his own, he was put in there, and um, we don't know any, what was going on in training. I mean, I'm working with one of the players, and you know nothing from training, you know. and you don't even ask. And right, I know, and and that, so you don't know what's going on in training, <laughs> or anything. But I think a lot of criticism of Paddy Fitzpatrick was very unfair, and uh, and that uh, you know, people were saying, oh, he shouldn't have been playing, he pl- played more games and all that. But I suppose from the Kilkenny's perspective, Gerard, they came into the game, they were third favourites out of the four of teams left and they were insulted nearly to be that. They were three times in a row Leinster champions. They had four weeks preparation yes. time and they got their matchups correct. I mean, they put TJ Reid in on, on, on uh, Paul Flanagan and he won a ball in the air. Yeah. And then the other thing that, uh, for me, Martin, or Keown scored the goal for half time. Now, if you score a goal for half time, you expect to come out for the second half. He didn't appear for the second half. 
he was substitute at half time yeah. Cody had his mind made up he, he wasn't that much in the play clearly in fairness played fairly he well at full back no the backs played fairly well but the ball yeah. was coming back in on top from they they a continuous basis no uh, exactly and like the game I suppose people say was effectively over at half time the goal before half time put a kibosh in it all together it is, yeah. it is, and yeah. as Willie points out it's just one of those days unfortunately and uh, maybe some people would say it was a game too much but Look at Clare, they thought, I suppose, they had uh, Cowell's blown off again in Wexford. They finished mm. with uh, very strong in Wexford. Like Tony you said Kelly yourself, sorry, Pat, the, uh, hindsight is a great thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Tony Kelly was well marshalled by this buckler. He was, yeah, he was. Because I even noticed that Ever poked out, I think, with three balls to Tony and they just skidded off. Yeah. Butler's tackling him, skidded off, and there was yeah. a kicking him in behind him. Behind him, but like we came, we came from at the start of the year. No one predicted. A lot of people predicted we wouldn't come out of Munster, yeah. mm-hmm. and we almost beat Limerick twice, and one of the great All Ireland or Munster finals, finals. of all yeah. time. And we didn't uh, just one of those days against Kilkenny. So like twenty four wides, and uh, you know half of them were converted to being a lot closer. Yeah, the score yeah. line. But, uh, but definitely, Pat, playing Kikini, they got no chance. No, no, they, you, they, no. it wasn't the same chances. People no were chance, saying there were they're chances, they're but you were under pressure every shot. Every single shot, with yeah. Them. Every single shot. But to be fair to the Clareless, they fought to the very end, at least. Uh, you know, they didn't yeah. give up the oh, ghost, no, like they kept going, going to the very yeah. end, you know. And, and in fact, and that, like, Shane and Mark coming on, even they added yeah. as well. Yeah, they did, yeah. I suppose you're yeah. unlike yourselves. I prefer to start at the, the first round of the championship and walk up to Crow Park rather than walk from Crow Park you back. Bet, yeah. Like I was one of the guys that said that Clare wouldn't come out of Munster this year because I thought me I expected something serious from Lohan next year, and you just put your finger on it there with all these young fellas. Yeah, you know, there'd be two years two in years. this. You know, That's right. and uh, I mean, he had him. He had all the right buttons pressed for the for the the Cork game, the Tip game, the Waterford game, and more so for the Munster final. But we did say here on one of our programs, mentally and physically, that Munster final would have drained a clear team. And what I would say before we'd even move on to the extra game, the pride that those guys put back into Declare Jersey, that the supporters back behind them, unbelievable supporters. Everywhere they went, there was thousands upon thousands of Mm. of Clare supporters. Okay, we were flat today again, Wexford. Nobody foresaw it, only ourselves. We said it here. We didn't know what we would, didn't know what to expect from Clare because definitely, definitely, mentally and physically, that must have finally took an awful lot out of Clare. And I have again. I give credit to Lohan. The substitutions he made that day against Wexford. Fabulous courage he, in that yeah, game. To he be turned fair. that. He they did. turned that game on, on the, like he shoved Taylor further off out the field in front yeah. of the half back line. He yeah. was get winning ball and carrying it and being fouled. Yeah. All of a sudden, Kelly came to life. Yeah. Plus the three mm. boys that came in. That's right. So. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's good to see yeah. substitutes uh, the bench being. Yeah, of course it's yeah. yeah. I I still thought we I still did think that we'd be Kilkenny in the All Ireland semi final, but it was quite evident after about even eight minutes. Eight minutes, yeah, I'd mm. say so. Just yeah. quite evident that we were twenty minutes. Yeah, was that we were in trouble. Yeah. You I, know, I I thought, Jerry, to be fair, it was disappointing after the match that there was no one from the management from Clare available for interviews, especially yeah. for the local yeah. media. Uh, it doesn't have to. It didn't have to be low on. It could be one of the other yeah. selectors mm, yeah. because, like, we'd have liked to have heard, you know, the yeah, pers- what they, what what from their perspective, but yeah. it mm. was. And even it came home to me in the following Thursday, reading the Clare champion. All you had was quotes from Brian Cody mm. and nothing from Clare, and that's the local yeah. paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have to do their job as well. Fair point. Uh, mm. so that would be, I was disappointed with that. Now, to be honest, but 
maybe you can understand maybe he's disappointed I don't know but there was no media from player after no it wasn't and like contrasted like Shefflin appeared out after the Galway Limerick got your second yeah, semi-final which they could have won that match yeah. like yeah. you know and um, Shefflin was on fire on the line himself and and and, and Kinnock were booked yeah. no what they were booked for what they were booked for I don't know or what was the purpose of booking them well, it does, it does intrigue me, but <laughs> well, you see, they can be put like under under the court, nude, the court yeah. We're not privy to what's mm. yeah. which is, would be nice if mm. it was in like the rugby, you could hear what the referee is saying. But basically, it's safely said that they were squaring up to another, like you know, yeah. and that's what the fourth official brought, brought to the, and the linesman brought to the referee's attention. So he, he was quite entitled to do what he did because the next sanction would be another card, another card and they'd be in the stand, stand yeah. Yeah. and they'd be in the stand, they, they get a suspension yeah. in to be in the stand for, for maybe one game or two games. Yeah. I, I you, don't you'd have to know what the reporter for you'd have to say for the second game second semi-final Gerald Limerick didn't panic they don't do panic I no. mean they were struggling for scores and yet they still went through the same process they did, they did. and, and that stuck was the, to the game that play. was yeah. a standout comment from yeah. all yeah. the Limerick guys yeah. we didn't you know even the fellas come on and they, yeah. they just trusted what Kinnerk yeah. and John Kinnerk asking them absolutely and that was the quote was trusted the yeah, process yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a mantra and I think Galway were kind of distracted when the boys came on Lynch and Casey and it allowed David Reedy yeah, he, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He and he was fouled he was fouled yeah, for yeah, another yeah, one yeah, you know like so it's very, very seldom you see the two Limerick midfielders take off and the three fours that, the yeah. two players that they took yeah. off those five guys and yeah. they were replaced and believe you me the guys that came in did, did a job yeah, yeah. well it was a far more entertaining game wasn't it look I'm just going to look at the uh, on the positive of light rather yeah. than a negative because Loan put some joy yeah. back into an awful lot of people's, oh, yeah. you know, life yeah. with the performance we got I, from Clare. Like, can you, know? you just say, um, you know, you, you were saying about the Galway and the Limerick game, but the next day, you know, you, you're coming away from that game and we hardly raised, a, you know, a tackle. Oh, it's a bit yeah. harsh, but uh, the next day then I sat down and watched the minor match, Offaly and Limerick. I don't know if any of you... Offaly and Tipperary. It was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, mm. there's a corner forward there for Offaly and you watch him all yeah, day. Right. And I, I think the the end of it, the way it ended, was a, a little bit of unlucky on, on Offaly. Yeah, there was yeah. a contentious decision there about a free or not a free at the end of it and he had a big bearing on the game. It did. I, I'll tell you my take on it. In your referees, did you watch it, Ger? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Offaly were two pints up. Your man was coming out with the ball for Offaly. He was looking for a free. Yeah, he kind of but, but he was fouled. Yeah. He was tripped. No, he let he, he let that go and then a definite free came. Offaly are two pints up and he says, I'll give this free to Tipperary. He'll tip this over the bear. We're well into injury time and I'll blow it up. But the Tipperary lad taps it in. There's a goal and your man is probably thinking, Jesus, why didn't I give the free out? But that's no good to Offaly. They were heartbroken. Yeah, McCormick scored the goal. Yeah. Yeah. But they came late in a number of games. The Munster final, they threw it. Chip. Yeah, McCormick mm. scored a free. But you know, those minor games happen like that as well, fellas. Okay. Well, they're they're so unpredictable. Yeah, uh, <coughs> yeah. yeah. Against Galway, yeah. he did the same thing. <coughs> so they're three in a row late victories. But yeah. you have to sorry for Offaly, uh, there was a huge crowd of them. From oh my God, what a 27,000. Yeah, I think Cusick said that no other vein anywhere in the world at under 17, we have a crowd like that. And can I just, I, I watched the Sunday game then afterwards and they, you know, they went through all the different 
and they discussed that minor match and I was a bit disappointed with the punditry um, what's his name that left there from the football he says that RTE have a kind of a Joe Brawley yeah. he, he had said and it just came to mind that you're kind of told what to say and not one of them mentioned that controversy in the in the minor game they went through the game but nobody and I, I it was funny I, I was looking at it and I thought actually uh, it was one of Davy Fitz's best night on punditry especially for the Clare game pointed out a few things that I thought he was dead right in and the other games but when it came to that I thought if he was over that team he would be hitting the ceiling over what happened but not even him they didn't mention it it was very disappointing, mm. you know, that they didn't at least mull over it, you know. Yeah. No, more than likely, Willie, they were probably two or not. I would say, I'd say, it, and the kind and of thing no, was used was... I, I'm not privy to anything above anyone else, but that's my take on it anyway. Well, well that's, I thought of Joe Brawley's comments straight away. Mm. I thought that they weren't allowed to. Yeah, and, and your <coughs> funny thing is, Kilkenny, do you believe you're not one of football All-Ireland? Yes, <laughs> <you> did. <laughs> And Paul, and Paul Murphy was playing. They're on for the, mm. they're on for the Dublin. Yeah, the only two in all Ireland. Uh, he used to play cornerback of the Hurling team. That's right, <coughs> Paul, he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, so they might have said, I, th- I think they'll win the scene or Hurling. I think they'll be. I think. Or sorry, I think Limerick will win it. I know what you're going to say. Welcome to the home of football. Yeah. I thought the picture you were going to say is they were running around Croke Park with the cup. And there is one Kilkenny <laughs> fan yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end yeah. where they're, they're throwing the cup up towards him. There's just one Kilkenny fan. Yeah. <laughs> it was but brilliant for Sure, wasn't there a rule there? It was a rule of GA that you had to, it didn't the county level one time, you had to have a hurling team and a football yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Now, Kilkenny did have a yeah, football team, yeah. but they were being absolutely slaughtered Slaughters. in yeah. every single yeah. game they played. Yeah. So I think... There's some bit of levelling out on Johnny. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they, they decided that, like, yeah. you know... Yeah, well, look, no. fair play to those lads. Look, yeah. that's what they wanted to play yeah. and they're successful and yeah. best to look to them. We called All-Ireland, Johnny. I go for Limerick. It's very hard to see past them. Very hard to see past them. Really? But this I, I say... Um, I'm not that finished. It'll be tight for a while. <laughs> I'm not finished, but Cody. Yeah, give it Cody, time to think. Cody is Cody. Is Cody. <laughs> See, if you're okay, slow like that, okay. Limerick will have you done. Okay. <laughs> Kilkenny. Well, I I think that it'll be tight for the first half, maybe ten minutes into the second half, and I think Limerick will win it by five or six pints. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think they're that good. Who, you, your floor is yours. Um. Based on the Clare game, the Kinney that good or Clare that bad, Limerick have been consistent all year. Four points to Limerick. Yeah. Who did you pick, Higgs? Limerick. Oh, yes, sorry, I didn't hear. <laughs> so, who did you pick, Johnny? Kilkenny. Well, Johnny, we'll be eating humble pie. The next mm. time we meet. Johnny, we'll, we'll bow to you, if you're right. <laughs> yeah. We'll all come in here and bow, Johnny. To you. Yeah. How about that? Do you agree, Pat? I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might buy me an ice cream. Yeah. And Gerald, I suppose we have to mention, you mentioned at the start of the programme there about Sean O'Shea. Yeah, Sean O'Shea. Sean O'Shea, Keith. I didn't we think, I thought it was a soft free, you know, being honest. Oh, here we uh, go. Not just saying that because I support K- Dublin. I, think, I was just going to uh, let uh, our listeners two things. Know. I think... Um, Give us your unbiased opinion, uh, Pat. I think, I, think, <laughs> I think if Callaghan was playing, Dublin would have won the match. Mm. I, I still <coughs> think I think I think I was I thought first um, coming up to half time the penalty save was crucial. Was crucial yeah. I thought if if that was scored, 
yeah. think Kerry would have ran away with it. But then, Jesus Costello got some goal for Dublin. Yeah, some he placed it. Yeah, he shot out of a gun. He kicked it out. And Dublin missed kind of unusual points from play. They were kind of a bit scrappy in their kicking. Points they wouldn't normally miss. Yeah. To be but fair I have to say, just narrowly, I, I do believe I, I do believe it was a free first of all, and some guts for to to. Well, the first thing he had to be thinking was, I best drive this as hard <coughs> as I can, and it's either wide or a score. That part was his advantage, but it was a great free kick, and it was a free. I'm a hundred percent sure it was a free. And Cause a, a lot of people will, uh, really were kind of wondering. Well, sure, he didn't push him in the back. Yeah. No, ah, he didn't. But when he went down, the arm, ke- yeah, the arm he came is. in he and did. held him. He did. It he was did. a free. And I think that Kerry yeah. um, just about deserved it. Yeah. I thought the first half performance I thought was yeah. very, very good. Yeah, but even in the second you half know. when they were hanging on, now and again mm. they were able to go up and get a couple yeah. of crucial scores that kept them, yeah. you know. They broke at such pace. And, and uh, obviously that wind was attack. a factor. Yeah, and you know. the funny thing is the Kerry goalie was coming out to take the free first. And O'Shea arrived on the scene. It, it reminded me of Anthony Daly in '95, where someone was coming to take a free, mm. and he put up his hand and said, mm. "And your, and your yeah, man actually yeah. told the goalkeeper go back. I've got this." Yeah. 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 The second semi-final, Ger was very low scoring, but yeah. Comer got two, two. It he is. got two great goals. Yeah, so <laughs> a class uh, player. Yeah, a very and, and a very brave and no, aggressive yeah, player, yeah, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, he was the victim of the coach in the previous oh, match, yeah. so yeah. I was delighted for him and. Um, Look at uh, twenty-one years ago. Joyce was playing with Galway. What a forward Joyce was, he was. Yeah, and he stated aim when he took on Galway was to win All Ireland. Yeah, and he's him in a final now, and Galway. And at least it's a new team in it. It's anyway. an intriguing final. It is, yeah. Yeah. Two new teams. Yeah. The only thing I would say about that first game was the first half was oh God Almighty, it was just shocking. Oh, to shocking. But well, I don't think, to be fair, it wasn't down to Galway now. No, the most the most enjoyable part I found about that that, that first half was. The point that was waived was yeah. overruled by oh, by, by, by Halka, and it was as plain as day. It was a point, yeah. but if you remember a number of years ago, that's when they started off at Hawkeye. It was in, was it a minor semi final or final in Crow Park? They tried to make out that they had the Hawkeye set up for the two different settings. Yeah. They tell us now football, yeah. Holland, yeah. football yeah. and hurling. They had the they had the football one set up yeah. for the hurling, and it waved it waved a perfectly good score. Wide, wide. Yeah. I remember and, that, yeah. And the, the, one of the teams lost it by a pint or two, the game by a pint or two. But the chairman and the, I was reading on the exam that the chairman and secretary of the Galway County Board went to the referee's room and told him they would not be returning to the field to play. That's right, yeah. Till the... Because they opened up... Oh, you wish the two yeah, umpires were... You just mm. playing as the eight as a pint. And it's unusual for the pundits mm. at halftime to admit straight away they'd be trying to stay out of it, but mm. everybody knew it was a pint. Mm. Now, the other part about that, since, what's the story now with Hawkeye? Well, she's back for Sunday. Yeah, but... They'll have to test it rigorously during the week. Yeah, because they're kind know. of threatened that they'd pull them, that that company would have mm. lost it, which would have been a big loss to them. Big loss to them. Mm. Yeah. There's big money involved, mm. really. Big money involved, but, but I mean, the other you side you is you can't blame the GA either. Will you, oh, no, if the technology is working, it isn't working like... Yeah. Yeah, you have to get ask it over there, like, you know. And no, but it's, it's back for Sunday. And your c- congratulations to Westmead and winning the first Telton Cup. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, for them, you know, for them. And uh, for, sorry, and what a great story. I don't know the lad's name, but I just saw him last night being interviewed. Um, he made a return to Westmead. He was mm. in and out. He was addicted to alcohol and drugs mm. oh, yeah. and straightened himself out. See the goal, yeah? Yeah. 
and, <laughs> and it was a major uh, part of it and, yeah. and that's a bigger story than any Medal Hill win or yeah. anything else you did right William well said yeah, well said. yeah, yeah. no yeah. fantastic and, and very brave to come out and yeah. I hope yeah. that inspires other yeah. young yeah. fellas exactly. you know exactly. yeah. Do you know? but also Willie I suppose it shows the fact that the management were uh, say his club and the county and his mother especially <laughs> yeah. that they were sticking with him I mean you know you think when fellas off the rails he wouldn't get a sniff back at in the county level you're 100% right you know. uh, and, and it is a dead right thing to say it. It, yeah. you know they say a parish rare as a child isn't that it that's right you know. it's, it's one of the good stories thank great God great story it's know, the best story of the year to be honest yeah. because it's so sad and it's you know I know we're talking about sport but in every little town that kind of stuff is creeping in mm-hmm. and we don't want it yeah, the, the race we don't. Um, I suppose you're back to the club scene in Clare now for the rest of the year for us. Yeah, back to local politics, Pat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're, uh, yeah, the league's finals were on the last two weekends. Well, most of them were last weekend, so, uh, so we'll just run through quickly the champion. We the, had, the did, results. We had division five, four, three, two, two and one. one yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start with division five, Pat? Because some crowd from East Clare. Yeah, yeah. Play. Some crowd from Carl Feek. Joe with four O'Connors. Yeah. So a great day for them. They beat Six Mile Bridge 219 to 211. Yeah, they played each other in the league section, which was an exciting one twenty one draw. Yeah. But I think Fiekel uh, were a bit better than them in the, in the, in the final. So uh, a good boost for the O'Connor family in particular and four of them on the team, which is great. Like. Record, and yeah. both young teams now, the Bridge and Fiekel. So there's a lot so of promising youngsters in either in both the, teams. The day of the 50-year-olds... Yeah, it's all well. Oh, long gone. Yeah, long gone. Yeah. Right. I suppose congratulations to Tony Nelson, Jim Lucknan, and Harry. Are they the yeah, three yeah, managers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Bellier won the Division 4, um, 16 points to Scarif's 15. I think yeah. Scarif missed a number of chances to let game. They could easily have won that. That was close. Yeah. And Division 3, Johnny refed it, and I was umpiring, and you were doing the line, Jerry. We were, we were up and close and personal with that one. Blown Bradford, yeah, close game. 113 to 111. A win for Budike. Now Budike were missing a couple of players as well, so it was a good win for Budike. It was actually, yeah. Um, the middle second team, of course. They put up to Budike. They did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and I mean, they had some pedal pass. They had. <coughs> They'd be disappointed, <coughs> sure, with because uh, in the first half, I mean, they were playing these little triangular shots and. The and shot was on, like, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't go for the them. shot. No, no. Like, they only and lost uh, by two points. And Kevin yeah. Salmon was absolutely, you know, he said, was just put it in, like, he was, he did, yeah, the, 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 third, the third pass wasn't done, yeah, really, no. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But uh, in fairness, a good win for, for Blake, uh, mm. tight game, in fairness. Yeah. But they were missing a few of the lads, and yeah. one of the lads got injured at a work accident, Pat, is that right? Sean Dyle's son. Took the top of one of his fingers and oh, cut the yeah. other one. Yeah. And I saw... Yeah, and young Minogue was out with the knee again. Yeah. Uh, is that an ongoing thing with him, John? He, 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 would you believe he actually did the knee against the, the Mills in the league section of it? Yeah. He did, yeah, Bounton, but I. And young Slattery got injured. In, uh, I know it was in the same game. He's still uh, yeah. he's out. And young Murray was missing because he, he had um, COVID, I think, this yeah. 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 COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Had. So the yeah. he did, yeah. He, uh, sure, he's their go to man nearly all the time, like, you know. And uh, Tober won Division 2, Gerard, a high scoring game at Party, Party in 121 yeah. mm. to 14. Yeah. That was the one feature of the game, Pat, I was surprised with, because like, Tober don't concede that many goals. Yeah. They, they conceded four again, Party. Yeah, but Gerard, mm. we were at a game, do you remember they played Corrafield and they conceded a couple of goals they that day as well? Yeah, they did, yeah, on the same evening. Yeah, yeah. Very tight game, yeah. And Division 1, Gerard, Clare Cup final, I was at that myself last Sunday evening. 
Kinmele won at 25 points to 15. Uh, Tullara, yeah. No, Tullara had beaten him in, in, the, in, the, in the league section of above in Kinmele. Uh, Tullara suffered a number of serious injuries in the game. Obviously, they were missing John Connell to begin with. They yeah. lost um, Tots O'Connell, their captain, at hamstring, and they Colin lost Gelvin. Colin Galvin, which suspected a serious knee injury. So they're probably out for the fecal match uh, Sunday week, Saturday week. Big loss Yeah, and they, caught, they lost two other players as well. I don't think the injuries are as serious. Great news in fecal. But, uh, well, I won't say that. You no, wouldn't wish that, I know. Yeah, I wouldn't wish that in any know, but, but, You know what I mean? Um, like? I do, yeah. Uh, is, it, is that... Uh, a fecal game down for the bridge pass, yeah, right? yeah yeah it is yeah, um, yeah so Kinmele um, last time they won the cup they got beaten first round championship by a rogue mm-hmm. following week so they, they'll be hoping history won't repeat itself That's they're missing quite a few players a, a big change a lot of change from last year some of them are gone away and J1 visas and stuff so they have a youngish team mixture youth sure. and experience Conor Cleary very good centre back he'll play centre mm-hmm. very yeah, good yeah, that's you right. know. so maybe I don't know he, he might be centre back for the year I don't know for Kinmele like so but he played well and that like so that concluded the leagues it, it, it quickly on the football Ger Brecken's won the division won Cusick Cup now Ger they beat Kildaisert yeah. Kildaisert yeah. supposed to be cursed when it comes to finals yes. they've lost can't more win. intermediate finals yeah they just can't yeah, seem to win yeah. and Corofin won division 2 so the other divisions uh, they're not really finished yet or oh, Crackle won division 3 Podge got what 2-5 they beat uh, Bultones the other, the other ones 4, 5, 6 and 7 are, oh, so have to be finished yet yeah. 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 Very good, good wrap up there fair play yeah well done well done um, do you want to move on to the first weekend of championship Pat yeah and uh, we'll go through I think uh, you were saying we might just go through the groups where there's five teams. Yeah. Okay. So well, shout it out. Well, Newmarket, uh, Fecal, Whitegate, Tullara, and Six Mile Bridge. So it is uh, Fecal and Tullara, and it's uh, Six Mile Bridge and Newmarket. They're the first two fixtures, Whitegate yeah. and Baboy. Um, I suppose Newmarket and Six Mile Bridge first. Um, that'll be close enough no market got to semi-final last year we're unlucky not to get the final Johnny remember they were they got yeah. a point to draw to take an extra time against Billy and, yeah. it, yeah. and the only three he missed all afternoon yeah. it was a bad miss too yeah bad miss look. and uh, the bridge have a lot of doing a lot of experimenting in the mm. cup with Sean Stack over them um, they brought a, young, a number of younger players in Alex Morey's a big loss to the bridge. He's out for the year. Their main free taker and everything, you know. Yeah. Jamie Shanahan is out as well at the minute. Anyway, I think he's a back problem. So, obviously, they'll be welcoming back their county players. Um, Golden, Malone, you know, so they'll make a difference to him. Um, party. Party, yeah, party fits, yeah. Not forgetting party, yeah. No, market have no county players, so they're kind of operating it... F- full speed, street, yeah, 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 yeah. The same management as last year. They'll be hoping to come out of the group. Whether they'll be they'll beat the bridge or not, I'm not sure. Um, There's a chance of fecal pet. Well, I give him a squeak, uh, Joe. Uh, uh, Especially with all the injuries that Clonell are going to have yeah, for the first, first round. Yeah. You know? yeah, I don't know, Joe. Fecal had an up and down cup and they're dependent so much on Shane McGrath for scores I mean one match they scored 16 points he got 14 yeah. and, and, and two from Justin Nilsson well. mm. they, they, they need a greater spread of scores yeah. it's a very very tough group two, only two teams it come out of Wykeat will fight on their backs like that'll be an East Clare derby with Fecal so we have our we have our uh, hands full there I'd say yeah. to be honest the second <coughs> group five group your match that's on uh, is Bellier, yeah, Clarecastle, yes. Broughton, Cracklow and the Mills. Wow, right, okay. Hmm. So, looking at those, Pat. Um, I'd expect Bellier to come out of this and um, 
And who will and Crackler will be my two teams come out eventually. Crackler will go to Crackler. I refereed him a couple of times this year, John. I'd nearly go to Mills before Crackler. Yeah, Crackler yeah. going. Yeah. No, look at maybe they'll get it together, but they, yeah. they were going very poor in the Clare Cup. Yeah. yeah, they got some very bad results. One of the few games Pat the one was the yeah. beat Yeah, yeah, that's you know? true actually. Uh, well, the beat crushing as well. I was at that as no, well. No, I didn't do. I didn't do that. Uh, yeah, the beat yeah. crushing. You know, you've seen, have you seen Clark Hustle in action this year? I see. I see him in the cup. And yeah. um, did you? Were you there? Did they play others? Were you at that? No. No, they were. They, they, they had their full teams out. Um, and, and, stage, and obviously they're missing Galvin. He broke. His hand was broke against Old um, Thorns. So right. he's, out. Right. he's out. No, there's a few. There's a few of them because I know I was up at the uh, confirmation in Clark Hustle that there's a few of the boys gone to America for the summer. And they went back to the middle or yeah, the so and you know you can as you know if they play over there you can't play here for a month like oh, you know yeah. so and there was one group during the intermediate uh, we're running out of time I know Joseph's Bearfield Tober Kinnanina no market and the Mills yeah, Mills yeah yeah that's a tough group Pat because you have Tober Joseph's um, no, of the other three, Kilnean and the Mac and the Mills. I the, mean, there wouldn't be much between any of them three. No. Tubber and Joseph will be the top two, I'd say, in that. Uh, especially this year. I thought Tubber impressed me this year, knowing the way they're get going about business. Yeah, Bearfield, Bearfield, you'd expect, but Bearfield, you know. They were hot and cold. Hot and cold, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't, you, they can't, like, you can't take it for granted. I refereed them below my yeah. gate last Tuesday night week. It was a dead rubber, it was just, like, but they got, the, you know, better than four nights in the field. And O'Neill was sent back. He's a great man under a high ball, but he just cannot take control of a ball on the ground or fight for a ball, you know. Yeah. And the persistent with him sent back. Yeah, yeah. I can't know why they didn't try to sleep yeah. Hen- one of the Hennens in there, like, or something. Considering O'Neill had been more of a, of a front row of player yeah. in his younger days, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. He's big and he's strong under the high ball, but yeah. he's safe when he breaks. And his mobility is just good. Oh, he's not, not at all, no. And the thing about it is, if the others start buzzing around him, like, and winning That's ball, right. like, yeah. he has no hope in him, like, getting, yeah. getting no. anywhere near him. No. Do you know? Yeah. And even if that happens, they, might, have, they, they might put McBahan in on top of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, or Monaghan. Yeah. You, you know, Monaghan, so he'll run he, the legs of him, like, you know. Yeah. So okay. it's, it'll be an so intriguing yeah, to me, yeah, this. Yeah, so that's, that's the first weekend, lads. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I suppose, lads, we're, we're just coming to the end of the show, but I suppose to be, uh, we, I mean, probably we'll discuss it more in the future, but the impact that Patrick Gerald had as county secretary over probably 30 years, as you see there, that Lynch, roughly there, well, he's he been yeah, part-time, yeah. full-time, and then yeah. part-time again. Um, I suppose, in fairness to Pat, he first came on the scene when Clare Hale failed, I'd say, in the late 70s, early 80s, as board and org sec- as the secretary of the failure committee. And his professionalism at the time just was gobsmacking compared to what we had been used to. So he said, he said, he said, high standard earlier on uh, of his career. And indeed, while he worked in Shannon and tried to manage the secretary's job, uh, I don't know how he did it. And then um, it's full time, it was full time. But uh, I mean, sure, 24 7, that's, uh, I don't know, can anyone be replaced in that position? Uh, we have um, a competition for replacement, and I believe there's a lot of candidates, and so there'll be shortlisted and taking place in those. So, that's any comments you want to make, feel free, we have a minute left. Well, Pat, I worked with Jerry, I worked with him as well, you know, through the referee side of things, and uh, I often had run ins with him, you know. And we'd move on and figure it out and move on like you know um, at the minute a job like that uh, my, personally myself I, it's nearly a young, a young man's game now there's so much involved modern technology it's everything like you know yeah, and I believe we do need a younger person in the position for a number of years you know 
And to be give credit where credit is due, when he, as you said, when he came in there before failure, you know, he was he was a young official with Owen Shannon and whatever have you. He done a fine job. Uh, I I thought, to be honest, and I've always spoken my mind with him. I've always thought he was a bit old school. Do you know that he was setting his ways, and it was very hard to change him. Do you know, and we found out as referees, you know, referees meetings with him, but parking the bus and. You know, it was all clear for him, you know, he was yeah, all about exactly. clear. And I'd have to even credit, like, if you had a funeral or a tragedy or whatever, you could always shift all game for the three days and play within the three-day rule and whatever. Yeah. He'd give, you know, he'd, he'd give... Um, he gave clubs a bit of leeway, like right, you know. He was kind of down the middle with clubs. Yeah. Was, uh, oh, I let the I let the boys I let the boys I let the boys say something if they wish, no, because I don't. Yeah, want I, to I, 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 the only things I had which really is just Stuart inside oh, Ninnis yeah. and um, we had some interesting days in there. But look like that, I I, I had a kind of a preconceived uh, idea about him going in, like. But personally, I had no issues with him at all, really. And um, he was kind <coughs> of a the go-to man for everything, really. And I think people will find it hard to get used to the new guy. He mightn't be the same or the new person. New person, uh, new person yeah, it would be yeah. different, you know. So that'll take a bit of getting used to. Yeah. But like he has tremendous service given, to be fair, and was on top of his game, really, in terms of. Um, rules and administrations and all that like so he, he, he did but um, he, he, to be fair to him I don't think he he done any great favours for his own club either you know no, he was no, fair to all clubs he was very fair yeah. Yeah. you know he wasn't yeah. favouring yeah. the bridge or anything well, like so uh, you've all had personal dealings with him but from me as a clear follower he was there in the great days and there in bad days and uh, he's a lot of service, so I just wish him well uh, on his retirement. And maybe, you know, after that length of time, maybe he will be glad to get out of it and maybe do something else with his Thanks, Willie. Yeah, so we wish Pat very well, and we also wish the other chaplain well as she stands in there under all as she's assistant secretary and he's now covering the full time. No, she's still voluntary, like, but she's just covering the job until the new person is. Uh, and best to look to the new person when they do come in. Yeah. All for the good of Claire. Okay, guys, uh, we have reached the end of the show for this week. Uh, thanks very much for the chat. Uh, flu as normal as so listeners hope you find it uh, interesting uh, if there's any comments or if we uh, find any sports that you want us to discuss please contact the station there Jim Collins is more likely to tell us so that's uh, for, uh, listeners uh, Willie, Pat and uh, Johnny thanks again for this week and until the next time Starnet <laughs>